Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do I have a piece of paper? Mm-hmm. Necesito un papel. I need un papel, por favor. I could, I could write my edits on a piece of tissue paper. That's, that's how an uh, Oscar was sounded pretty much on a napkin. They, they wrote down Joe Weatherly's name on, <laughs> on a napkin, and then they lost it, and they're like, ah, shit, well, Petty. It is absolutely disgusting how nice the building is like i look at every day my like in front of me like is the original um scorecard from the 1959 to 2500 aka the first day 2500 with a picture of like the photo finish if you did say aka the first 400 first 500 i would have never known that because yeah it's show club yep <laughs> yeah texas motor speedway sent me an email today like it's like a <clears throat> promo email saying uh, come watch the 51st running of the Daytona 500 with us. And I'm like, that's... Ooh, that's... you know Eddie Gossage wrote that himself, then. I'm like, that's the 2009 Daytona 500. <laughs> oh, man, dude, I, I can't believe Texas Motor Speedway. Everyone's investing in getting rid of their seats. Meanwhile, they've invested in a fucking time machine. Yeah, like, we we thought Texas was was broke. They woke. Dude, they so woke, they got that time machine money. You think they would invest going forward in time, but no. going on race fans welcome to another episode of left turns and loud noises episode 46 we are recording on january 9th 2020 i am your host anthony dietrich and i am joined by my insider at daytona my partner in crime kevin costello what's good dude the sunsets sunrises high banks high speed all of daytona is what is good in 2020 dude every single day if you do not follow Kevin on Instagram or on Twitter, you're missing out because there are just some good insights coming from him. He is uh, he's living he's living his best life, and I'm very very happy for the man. So Kevin, I'm gonna give you the floor. Please flex on these kids. All right, where should I start? Um, I can see Chip Wiles' office, who is the president of the Tony International Speedway's office, from my desk. Um, what else? 
the I, I will just say everyone who works at the Tony International Speedway is so gosh darn nice. Like <laughs> we had we had a meeting with like sixty people today with IMSA folk. Awesome. I met the uh, IMSA president and then ran into him at um, Jersey Mike's the other day. That was cool. Um, accidentally hit Chase Briscoe with the door already, so it's gonna be great. You apologized when... on the internet. I did. Well, no, I apologized to him in person, and then I apologized to him once again on the internet to get those, you know, gotta get that sweet karma. Um, but yeah, Money that was comes probably... out of that karma. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm like, I'm actually living in a mansion just because of all the votes uh, I get now. So I, I met, uh, I got to meet Cindric and Briscoe. They were standing next to each other, kind of asked them a little bit about their. IMSA stuff that they're that they've got going on. Pretty, I I will say, just mm. being there for the roar before the twenty four, awesome event. If you haven't been to it or if you've never been to a sports car race, definitely go because it's mm-hmm. freaking sick. Um, the level of access you can get, you can just freaking walk into the garage. Like I, I got tired of walking past Simon Paginot. <laughs> how do you I do did, that he is such I, a beautiful accent he is i just saw him so many times and you just kind of get numb to it like today i feel like going in i was so like oh my god i'm gonna see every driver freak out i internally fangirled when i first saw kyle bush and the second time i walked by him i was like oh it's cool it's whatever and then today like mm-hmm. i was within walking no not even walking distance like i could have i could have i could <laughs> I guess I could have uh, bear hugged Ross Chastain and Kyle Larson today, but I chose not to. Okay, well, yeah, don't spit on Ross Chastain. I might fire no. you. Uh, I was within water explosion distance. That's that's a good. That's our yeah. That's a good. Did you see the watermelon explosion? I was actually already back in the office by then because I had to do a whole uh, bunch and then they did out. But I, I can't believe you did that. For those for those who tuned into the announcement today, I was running the uh, the Twitter page on my cellular device. Shout out so, to Apple and their iPhone 11s. Kevin is officially the most popular person on the podcast. Move over, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> of which, yeah, um, real quick, want to give a very special shout out to Alex, uh, who's going to be a father. He announced yeah. it on a couple of uh, weeks ago, and just want to give him a a solid congratulation from everyone here at the podcast. Congrats, dude. We're we're really proud of you. Yeah, good for him. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> real, real talk, um, we're very happy for him. He will be on the podcast very soon to uh, talk all about some of the exciting things that are going on at JDM and in the Xfinity series. I'm sure we'll get some uh, picks from him on who he thinks is going to be uh, the toughest competitors this year. But going back to Daytona, so the Roar 24 looks like a lot of fun. Like, I mean, in general, the the sports car race there um, at Daytona is probably one of the premier events. Um, in the early parts of the season besides the 500 and just from between your videos and seeing everything that goes on twitter there's just a lot of crazy things that have happened so what's like the craziest thing you've seen so far oh um honestly i don't know about craziest just i think just the amount of people walking around the axis is pretty crazy to me but uh (laughs) i went on Tuesday after my shift at work I went into the track just to like check out because there was a Ferrari prototype challenge going on 
the sun was setting going into the uh, infield hairpin, and I parked my car, and I could see the brake glow in every Ferrari that went by. So that was probably the coolest oh, thing man. I've seen so far. Was, yeah. Did you get the downshift flames and everything? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay. I will say I am now a fan of Porsche. I was never a Porsche guy in my life. I thought they were the most mm-hmm. like overrated car brand besides Rolls-Royce. But they sound so nice. It's, <laughs> it is insane how, how good the Porsche the Porsche sound so I am pulling for them in the in their respective class during the, the GT2 um, we have an IMSA guy now but I, I asked I, him to come on the podcast next week so we'll see I, if should, I should know this I really should you. know this you really I should get, I mean I don't to be fair I got two weeks before the event starts so you got, got time to learn yep. yeah I think your job's a little easier than what I'm memorizing for um I love I love mortgage stuff. Um <laughs> uh, so I so is it fair to say then that you've fallen in love like that is like your favorite car that you've seen so far are the Porsches or is there something else that you've seen in Daytona that's just like holy shit this is beautiful. Um yeah the prototypes like so the prototypes class, are always sexy. No, I I'm a, I'm a, don't I'm like a, I have to I'm gonna have to call it a cold take. They don't look like cars. Like they're they go the yeah, fastest. So. And like I get that's their point, but like I don't get wowed by them. So I'm like, okay. I don't know. I for Kevin me to get has wowed bad taste in cars. Okay. <laughs> but no, there's this uh there's a Lamborghini that is an all women's team and Ooh. its paint scheme is straight up a comic book and it looks amazing. So shout out to that's that Lamborghini. That shout out to that team. It looks good. All right. Um, what else do we have? Um, I think the the new Corvettes look phenomenal. Oh my god, I was about to say like those new Corvettes, yeah. especially with the old school number three um scheme from like the early two thousands that are like that's my favorite. That's when I think of sports car racing, I think of Ron Fellows in that car, and it's just yeah. Like, <laughs> And those schemes are just beautiful. And the new Corvette just looks even better. And I'm sure it just absolutely hauls ass around the track. Yeah, they, they sound probably the second best sounding car there besides the Porsche. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I really wish I was down there. If I can make it for the race in two weeks, you know I will. Sounds good. I will try to get you in. <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> well, I know, I know where I am. Hit I'm me. <laughs> um, yes. So uh, I guess kind of a mini flex. So while Kevin was doing that, I took a little trip uh, down to Homestead last weekend to go visit a friend of the program, Brad Perez, and root him on and see a couple of loud cars in action. Obviously not as loud and as sexy as what's going on in Daytona, but I still had a good time. Um, Our good friend Brad finished in 13th or, yeah, I believe finished in 13th or 14th when I saw him race, starting like 27th in like a 22-lap race. Brad was moving about a position every two laps in – what, by the way, tandem drafting is back. The Miatas can tandem draft. <laughs> no way. Oh, my God. Dude. <laughs> I'll send awesome. you a video. So, essentially, the two best cars were first and second the entire race. But this guy was on his ass the entire race. And then on lap 22, pulled out on the backstretch and got around him with little to no uh, con- contention at all. Like, this was straight up. I follow you. You make one mistake. I got you. He had the better car and was like, ah, I'll make it interesting. That's so, awesome. Bravo to the Miatas. I'm a, I'm a fan. And Brad's going to be at Sebring this weekend. So I will hopefully there'll be a stream for that because I would go visit that again. I, I had a lot of fun. Homestead, by the way, the access for those races, they straight up just let me and my girlfriend in. 
and we just hung out in the infield the entire time. So that was a lot of fun. Got to show her cars going around circles. There was a huge accident. One of the Porsches like just absolutely totaled their car on the um, by the uh, toilet bowl, as Brad's crew call it. Toilet bowl. <laughs> I turned two. Yeah. What um, is what is the toilet bowl? It is that hairpin area with like the two hairpins. There's a fountain right by it, so they call it oh. the toilet bowl. Nice. Um, yeah, I do not um, represent that nickname, but I think it is funny. Uh, <laughs> just really cool seeing a bunch of cars going around the high banks of Homestead because I haven't seen that since 2007, so that was nice to see in person. But I got some sad news from the Homestead Miami Speedway. Um, we're losing the turn one grandstands. Yeah, I, yeah. I saw that on the, uh, the it Instas. Is, it was devastating. My... My naive little brain when I saw it said, oh, they're just renovating it. They're going to put nicer nope. seats there. Nope. I was really trying to lie to myself. And yep. it, it's devastating. Yep. Um, yeah, so both Florida tracks, honestly, putting on some shows this weekend, whether it be actual good IMSA cars or Miata's going a solid 130 around Homestead, it was still a good time. That was um, good. Yeah, so... Moving along, we got 37 days of the Daytona 500, Kevin. I'm, I'm getting really, really excited. We got a lot of stuff to cover from the last time we actually both talked on this podcast. There's been a lot of silly season moves, lots it's, of stuff going on. I will say it is 2020. It's a new it year, new decade. But I do got to correct you, like old times. <laughs> it's 38 oh, days. <laughs> it's 38. Yeah, I was on, on J-Ski. It, it it did say thirty seven days. You can correct me all you want. I'm looking at it right it's, now. Well, does it say like thirty seven days? Thirty seven days, nineteen hours, six right, and thirty three right. seconds as of seven forty four of twenty twenty. So it's a new year, and looks like I'm correcting you. All right. Yeah. I guess no more fact. New no decade, new me. Yeah. All right. New podcast. Got me. Um, Got me. Uh, don't worry, Kevin. You'll have like forty more chances to get to oh, yeah. when I'm wrong. So first things first, though, I think probably one of the biggest stories that came out of the offseason so far um, has been the big move by Haley Deegan Ford that we pretty much knew was going to happen. But when it was announced, it was kind of like, you know, this is really going to shake up how um, the lower series is going to look like. Because, yeah, I mean, whether you like it or not, Haley Deegan's one of the most popular drivers in racing right now that's in the lower sports or lower series. Sorry. Yeah, I'm completely jealous because my uh, fellow interns get to interview her tomorrow and the other oh, ARC drivers, and I'm just going to be chilling in the office. Oh, so, well, their PR, other than marketing, I might head over there and sneak in. I've been helping them out with questions, so if mm, you see the questions yeah. on social, it's it's from me. It's whatever. We're going to um, need um, some good questions for Kevin to ask the fans. So if you guys want to send us yeah, some submit your questions, DMs, please. respond to us on Twitter, hit us up. You know, we'll, we, we need some good questions for Kevin. Yes. What uh, else? Um, but yeah, Deegan, like missing... Deegan Ford is exciting. So, I mean, this is, this is going to get interesting because Ford is, is struggling in the lower series. Uh, well, at least in Xfinity to have some full-time rides. Yeah, uh, that's fair. For next year. I mean, they mm-hmm. just... Stuart Haas just confirmed Briscoe for the full season, even though we, we knew that he was going to be racing anyways. But now it's full-time Chase Briscoe time. Yep. So, is Bris- Briscoe is Haley Deegan's teammate for Daytona, right? Yes, for the Michelin Challenge or whatever it's called. Okay, not, not the, they're okay. not running the Rolex 24. It's like a little prelude event. 
Oh, it still should be good. I mean, yeah, we know that that Chase is pretty freaking good at the road courses. So yeah, um, him and, actually, I will say him and Haley were like at um, top tens in like every session that I checked on. Which and there, there was like hundred drivers something. So good for them. I wonder if they have any of these. Um, where what website can I go to to look this up real quick? See who's racing. Um, maybe I, I, I'm curious. Imsa.com? Sure, why not? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, sure. We'll we'll try that. Um, but um, so speaking of uh, Ford and silly season, uh, a bombshell dropped this week that Penske is changing up their crew chiefs. Yes, sir. I don't think and anyone saw that I coming. Like... No, that was completely out of the blue. Roger Penske in his twilight years is going full Jerry Jones with just his crazy moves right now. But instead of being a prick, we actually all seem to like Roger Penske. Between buying Indianapolis Motor Speedway, just straight up buying the IndyCar series, now he's just like, oh, I haven't done anything in NASCAR. Just, you know, he he just changed places with all the crew chiefs. And I'm here for it. Because it gave Ryan Blaney, I think, the biggest advantage out of anyone with Todd Gordon. I think Todd Gordon... Is probably the best crew chief out of all of those guys, and this yeah, is buy your only buy he your had TJ stock, majors. Buy your Blaney stock and sell your Kozlowski stock. Blaney is not even top ten favorite to win the championship, which I think is preposterous right now in the futures uh, gambling game because Blaney yes. should be favorite right now with this crew chief move. So buy, buy, buy. I just okay. Buy. I don't Blaney. know my favorite. I don't Why know I just favorite. quoted in sync, <laughs> <laughs> but. He, I will say, like with the finale being at uh, ISM Raceway, and I guess this year now, he's good there. He finished, I think, third both races last year. So if he if he wins more in the regular season and has enough playoff points to get him there, we could be looking at a uh, Ryan Blaney twenty twenty championship. I'm 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 really hoping for the opportunity, but I mean, first things first, we got the Daytona 500, and if people want to forget that he almost won the 2017 Daytona 500, I mean, let them. He is he's got to be a threat to to yeah. now come out, you know, top five most of the race there. And he, and he led the most laps in the 2018 version too. So people people forget this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Austin people, Dillon won it. People yeah, people don't forget. That. That's why people forget people forget <laughs> that race. Yeah. I. I've been going back and looking at past 500s. I'm just like, oh yeah, all right, yeah. Yeah, that happened. That one, yeah, that that yeah. did happen. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to look at there. It is the team driver chart. I'm trying to see if they've changed spotters for him because that is a bit. That would be a big move there. But so I believe that means Logano got Paul Wolf, which is interesting. Yes, I feel like that's that is very very interesting because Paul Wolf and Brad. It's been obvious that there was not really tension, but the, there wasn't really the same beautiful relationship we saw in the 2012 championship and it, it, the writing had been on the wall at least you know internally from what i'd heard let me know if you agree with the sentiment i think it's a lateral move for logano a mm-hmm. positive move for blaney and a negative mm-hmm. move for kozlowski do you agree yeah i agree with that yes okay i mean jeremy bullens let's not he's no slouch but i, I until we see what goes on i mean kozlowski is always a threat to win two to four races a year. But I mean, mm-hmm. when it's down to the playoffs, these last three years, he, he hasn't performed the way that we expected from like a 2014 to 2016 Keselowski. And it's, yeah, it, shows. it really shows. I mean, he's only made the, uh, the final four once, which is kind of hard to believe because mm-hmm. he's always yeah. like a top five driver. It seems like he's on a top 
four team. So you'd expect uh, Penske to really perform. And it's only been Logano getting to the championship four as of lately. So, I mean, you look at it that way, this, this was a move that I, I feel like had to have been done. And honestly, good for, good for Blaney. Logano is still Joey Logano. He's still in his prime. You can't count him out. Cause they don't, for, don't forget a big key factor in all of this is uh, Blaney and Kozlowski's contracts end at the end of 2020. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens um, there. And Austin it says on um, JC, it's 2020 lose. plus for Kozlowski. But yeah, Blaney, Blaney doesn't even have a number under his. So attaboy, Jayski. What I no, I, I saw this week that it's 2020 for both of them. Mm-hmm. So, and, yeah, and Austin Cedric's waiting there. Now, Penske mm-hmm. is one of the teams, the top teams that can field a fourth car because they only have three. Doesn't want to. Um, so, we'll see what happens. Yeah, if Cedric does with really that. well, that's, that's tough when an expandy driver does really well. Yeah, I think he's going to do really good this season. Besides, yeah, like, this, it, it, besides Kyle Bush races. Yes. <laughs> Those are still going to happen. Kyle Larson might show up for a little bit, I'm sure. Penske. Well, obviously, we have to factor in Riley Herbst winning every single race. That's right. How could I have forgotten Riley Herbst? Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Have you seen him at all this weekend? Or... He is going to be uh, here tomorrow. Ooh. I actually saw – I might have seen him walking the target today. I was not sure. I saw, like, three three people, one with a, uh, a DGR Crossley shirt on as I was leaving. Just don't let him behind you or anything. Yeah, I, I was telling uh, my fellow interns the uh, the douchebag story. So, shout out, <laughs> shout out, Hannah Newhouse for that. Oh my gosh, um, but yeah. So, um, other bombshell news from the uh, silly season. So, I don't think we actually got to talk about it last week because honestly, we had um, Jordan and and Methy, and it just always turns into a a rant a ranting nonsense episode. But um, Cole Pern up and just said, I, "Oh I, yeah." this bitch so that came out of absolutely nowhere um one I, of the, the 2010s literally he was just like I don't, i'm about to dip so what's I mean, like i respect it you want to be with your family yeah. but yeah that was completely bombshell true excess that there's no way that team is winning seven races again in 2020 that'll be fine they'll win four <laughs> I, I no I, th- I feel like that's a reasonable uh, expectation yeah. yeah i just don't what do we know that. about his new crew chief james other than um, he is small, he might actually be very tall. He might could be. What do you know anything uh, about this guy? Is he is wait is he Australian? Oh my god, he's Australian. Hold why on. Can't, why can't Truex just get a normal American crew chief that was straight from the Facebook? Uh, chat. Let me ask you something: Is Martin Truex Jr. not a patriot? Does he hate America? We've already canceled this man. Have we? I canceled him last year at some point. Okay. And I almost, I think I uncanceled him when he was doing well in the middle of the season. And then I wanted to recancel him for being too cocky so, so, during the season for spinning and winning and not apologizing for it. I do have some questions about the ground rules for 2020. Are we starting off with a fresh slate of no cancel? No one's canceled? I think that's fair because I think that is because we can actually keep a track. Have- we have to keep track of things this year. We have to keep track of yes. picks. We have to keep track of cancellations. We have to keep track of a bunch of stuff. And, you know, I, I think starting with no cancellations is a good place. But 
Paul Menard, you still, you are on the bubble. You are the only driver starting on the bubble. Even though you're retired, I know that you will do like one or two Xfinity races. And if I see you get into the back of anyone not named Riley Herbst, cancel pretty damn quickly. I'll tell you what. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. That man touches also, Jones. I might fly to wherever race that is. And I, 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 I'm not going to say that I might go full Daniel Suarez on him, but I might at least pull a John West Townley. Okay. Speaking of retired Ford drivers, a story just broke a couple hours ago looks like david reagan's actually going to be back for 2020 in the daytona 500 bruh bruh uh, hold on one second I, did, I didn't see that i saw it on reddit yeah i'm looking right now gotta go to old reddit otherwise Which is find anything i hope they don't run the number 36 i hope they do like some wacky number like one-off oh, race yeah, wow, you're right. F- fuck it do 69 or something like for the memes. <laughs> no, that's for Greg Biffle and Greg Biffle only. We know. Ah, uh, that's true. Yeah, when it's Hardy, when Hardy's well, comes let's on. Let's see yeah. here. Let's see what numbers does David Reagan run? He's run the six. He's run the thirty-eight, thirty-four. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's run the seven, or is no? I'm thinking of Regan Smith. Yeah, so those are all taken. <laughs> mm-hmm. Unless yes, unless Newman wants to be a doll and give up the six. Uh, Newman can be the six point one. Yes. <laughs> what else? Six point seven. That's the the commercial Ooh. reference. <laughs> good reference thank you um well it's interesting um so from what i'm seeing it's it's the third frm car or yeah but it's getting its charter from rickware so now the day oh. is gonna stink if we only have two rickware cars it is chartered um no, they were getting a charter I mean, let me go ahead and source this man. According to JS Ports 97 on Reddit, he says, I believe this is a third FRM car, which is be fielded using the charter that is rumored to then be transferred over to Rickware Racing. So it'll probably be number 53. Now, I don't know about you, but anyone on Reddit normally is telling the truth. So I'm going to go ahead and say the source is 100% accurate and he's driving right, the 53. That's, right fair. that's, that's fair. fair. I feel like it might be 36 as the number and probably a car prepped by kind of like what. Uh... Chip Ganassi is doing with uh, Spire. It's a fully mm-hmm. prepped CGR car, but Chastain is yeah. running it. By the way, he's also By running yeah. a fully prepped uh, car for the Coke 600. So that would I be was about to say that. To watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's interesting because I for the 500, that's a you know it's a wild card race. Anything yeah. can happen. But you're talking about the Coke 600 here with a fully prepped Ganassi car with Ross Chastain driving it. I'm not trying to get myself excited, but um, that, that's. That that's literally putting talent with a really good car or a potentially yeah. really good car. We'll see. I mean, we've we've had this before with Cole Custer and a fully a fully operational uh Stuart Haas Rick Ware car and nothing came out of it, but he qualified like second once. <laughs> once. Or something. Something like that. Uh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, nothing really came. I when someone said uh What's his name? Christopher Bell's the only true rookie because he was the only one without a cup start. And I was like, wait, no, oh, Cole Custer hasn't made a cup a cup start yet. And then I was like, and then I was like, wait, wait, 2017 or 2018 existed, <laughs> which is weird because it didn't. Yeah. Ha- they didn't run him last year at all, right? Um, Cole Custer. Yeah, I can double check that. I feel, I feel like, like he didn't run a single cup race. I feel like he definitely ran more than a single cup race last year. I think 28. 28- Team, he didn't run any cup races. But right, I need, I need redemption. So please be wrong on this. Oh, buddy, I got some bad news for you. Oh, it was no. 20- <laughs> ah! 
was 2018. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. go. Look, look at you. Back off. All right, back to normal. He started um, 10th at Richmond, so he actually had a good qualifying performance. Maybe there. he, like, I think he, I was thinking of Richmond. Maybe he, I think he won, like, the first round of qualifying or something. Oh, yeah, they did do stupid qualifying. Though. I miss group qualifying, TBH. Oh, I, I, yeah, well, you know what? Uh, well, they, I don't miss it on speedways, like super speedways, but I do miss it on short tracks a little bit. Yeah, I'm glad they kept bl- it for road courses. Blame it on the stupid package. Speaking about this stupid package, um, it looks like uh, NASCAR and the teams are working on something to at least make the uh, short track races a little bit more exciting. And this is actually good news because, let's face it, Martinsville and Bristol... Oh, Bris- whoa, whoa. Bristol was fire. Bristol was fire. Don't you but- even... Mark, well, imagine if it could be more fire. Imagine that. That's just Bristol, man. That's a good track. <laughs> it is a good track. But yeah, but Richmond. We are getting an opportunity to perhaps fix some of the problems that were faulting um, this new package last year at the short tracks. We'll see what comes out with it. Where we haven't gotten any word as of yet that's confirmed what they're doing. But if it's shortening the big ass spoilers, I'm here for it. So to to quote the the great. Brad Perez, big motor, small blade. With S M O L blade. Small. Um, which I I really I mean it sounds like we're gonna have the 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 big spoil big boy spoiler on the mile and a half or Darlington's <laughs> and up and then everything less than Darlington, the seven fifty, which I really I like that. I think that going yeah, forward, like IndyCar has arrow kits. Which they do like the the road course. I almost said short track, but <laughs> nope. Uh, the road course package is different than the super speedway package, which I think is good. Like if you can run, like I know it, it's a little bit of an added cost, but overall, but like for Gen Seven, everything we've heard so far, and like cutting costs, and if they can just literally bolt the bigger spoiler on and then put a tapered space on, that's all they have to do with the car, like. That's a really good change. So I hope. I think I feel like people came in to at the end of 2019. They were kind of like, "All right, 2020 is kind of be going to be a lame duck year, like mm-hmm. last one." But like with them implementing this and with all the new drivers coming, like three way rookie battle, it's it's anything but lame duck. It's definitely going to be an exciting year. Yeah. Whether or not you care for this package or not, I I feel like we'll get some. We'll get some pretty interesting racing. Uh, hopefully, a last lot pass or two would be nice, but we'll we'll see about that. Plus, we're getting the the god tier super seaway package at Daytona, so you already know. Yes, the I'm Daytona five hundred is going to be preposterous. I, dude, I, I can't even wait for that day. <laughs> it's going to be yeah. Nice. I, oh yeah. By the way, um, another major flex. I get to be in victory lane, opening the gate for every winner in speed weeks. So, dude, can't wait to see you just grinning ear to ear. Yeah, on national television. After Kyle Larson rolls in with two tires somehow. (laughs) Half a car. Half a car, just like like 2013. (laughs) Upside down and yet too soon. Too soon. Too soon. God, dude, come on. I know. Too soon. My God, you're going to make me edit things. I don't want to do that. (laughs) Uh, Oh, man. We Um, actually, I talked to someone about that because they said that was the race that made them when they did the whole Daytona Rising thing in the new stadium, it is the reason that the fans are not as close to the fence anymore and the crossover gates are the way that they are was because of that. 
Right, oh so. man, I would have thought it was the Jeff Bodine one. It took him twenty years to move on it. No, yeah, you would have thought. Um, you would have thought, but uh, it looks like I was wrong again. Would have, would have indeed. Oh uh, yeah, it'll be um, a uh, it'll be fun to that whole week is gonna be fun, man. Mm-hmm. Everything's gonna be fun. It'll yeah, be I can't wait. I can't wait for Daytona. Hopefully, yeah. I'll be down there. You will be down there. Hopefully, I will also be down there. And we can the only thing that I'm bummed garage stuff about is. Like the entire speed week schedule that I've seen is that the ARCA qualifying is still group qualifying. <laughs> well, I didn't even know they did that. Yeah. I, I okay. Guess. So that yikes. that won't be a shit show at all. Yeah. Also, the ARCA test tomorrow has forty-seven drivers coming. How many are gonna are I remind me how many ARCA drivers are allowed in a race? Forty? I genuinely don't know. I don't, I don't even know think I can they... find this number if I want it. I, I know I'll... last year like, the fields were shit, but it sounded like it's going to be so much better this year, which is good. Yeah, I know it's not going to be 47. drivers but... were in it last year. So last year's ARCA race had 35 cars in it. That's, um, that's good. I mean, it's that's more a than pretty trucks. good number. I feel like 2018, because that was an absolute shit show of a race. Was that the one that had like 18 hours worth of overtime? It had to have been the one that had 18 hours worth. Seven cautions. Uh, maybe. Yeah, because Michael Self won. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I remember like coming out of three, 39 cars. Going into four, like three of the four leaders wrecked. And then that was stupid. I'm so glad they changed that. I'm role. looking at the list of drivers in this, and there's just so many names popping up. I'm just like, oh, wow. Yeah, they're doing stuff this year. Also, <laughs> Another, I, I will say that um, the ARCA group qualifying is a little sad that they're still doing that. But the bi- the big sad of Speed Weeks is that Bobby Gerthart will mm-hmm. not be running. So when I watched my first ever ARCA race, which happened to be a rerun of the 2001 race, but I was seven and didn't know that. Uh, Bobby Gearhart, I'm pretty sure, ended up winning that race. Of course he did. Bobby Gearhart, I mean, would, would you even be surprised? Bobby no. Gearhart is one of the winningest uh, drivers at Daytona in any form of stock car racing. It's unbelievable. Um, you know, and it's very strange. No, oh, no, that it would be 2002 then because it says Newman actually won the 2001 Arca. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I just learned something today. Interesting. Yeah. Must have been 2000. Yep, 2002. Okay, so it wasn't a rerun. Um, but yeah. Bobby Gearhart, it feels like, always is a threat to end up winning at Daytona. Uh, trying to see if I can pull up his stats for Daytona. But, man, he's had a couple of uh, 24 cup starts, Bobby Gearhart. Wow. It's huh. sad because when you think about it, you cannot have Daytona Arca racing without Bobby Gearhart. It's it's not natural. It's impossible. Six, yeah, it's 61 years old, Bobby Gearhart, and he's missing his first race since, like, I think 1988, but let me, let me double check this. Can I please have these stats now? It doesn't want to give me the stats for this. <laughs> Thank you. Um, here we go. Okay. There we go. So Bobby Gearhart has been racing every R88 at Daytona. That's unbelievable. That's a, holy crap, yeah. Yeah, so Bobby Gearhart has won one, two, Three, four, five, six, seven, eight races. Hasn't won since 2012, but eight wins at Daytona is just preposterous for anyone. Um, especially when your series only races there once a year. I mean, Bobby Gearhart is Arca racing at Daytona. <laughs> I will never forget. I was at the 2012 race and mm-hmm. coming out of turn four, 
Bobby Gerhardt's in fifth, and everyone runs out of fuel, and he musters on by and wins. Also, yeah, 2012 mm-hmm. Speed Weeks, looking back, I don't think there's ever been a more hammered weekend in NASCAR. <laughs> it's it's like, right there. That was... 2019 Bristol this year was close, mm-hmm. but, like, damn. Yeah, like, that, that Speed Weeks was... That, that and 2013 Speed Weeks out dry. Because I remember 2013, three cars like, flipped um, in really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was your Swan Racing thing. Oh, that was 2014. That was 2014? Okay. So the yeah. year that Swan Racing 20... Thank you for correcting me. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> 2014 was one of the most blackout speed weeks as well, just because of Swan Racing alone. Yes. Um, no, but 2012, it's like you had Gerhardt finishing like he did with everyone running out of gas the the bud shootout uh kyle bush wrecked twice and beat tony stewart in a photo finish truck race john king won as joey coulter flew into the catch fence oh my god that's right uh 20 or not obviously 2012 um who's james busher 11th place coming out of turn four yeah in front of him oh my god obviously to to put a Cherry on top, uh, the Daytona 500 gets rained out, rained out till Monday night, and then Juan mm-hmm. Pablo Montoya does his thing. Dave Blaney almost won the Daytona 500. Yep. Car almost. Yep. I don't know what to do with this. I don't know. There's no way it can get more blackout than that. I don't. Yeah, no. That. So I'm just looking at like um, the 2012 ARCA race, and there's just some young drivers here that had no idea what like the future would <laughs> look like. I mean, you got Alec, young Alex Bowman here. Oh wow, Mr. Gallagher. Um, Mike Harmon over here. Well, not a young Mike Harmon, but you know what I mean. Um, the younger. Challenge. Milka Duno. Oh, I remember race. that name. And she did not end up... She finished this race, but she was 13 laps down. Do we want to guess that she probably crashed? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ryan Reed finished in 12th. The man, the myth, the legend, Kale Gale. Kale freaking Gale. That's, Kale Gale. That is 2012 uh, <laughs> Ford 200. Oh, finish winner Kyle Busch, Kale Gale to you. Thank you. Oh, my God. The GOAT. Um, the GOAT, dude, actually. I've actually been the most blackout drunk season of NASCAR we've seen in, in, in recent memory. <laughs> that is, man, nostalgia kicking in hard. Brandon McReynolds, who's just forever staying in the lower series, sadly. <laughs> and Will Kimmel finishing third, probably nice. out of gas too. Oh man, do you want to guess how many cars showed up for this race? Uh, to which one? The ARCA race in um 2012. How many? Fifty-two. Damn, uh, you'd be dead wrong. It was fifty-eight. Damn. Could you imagine fifty-eight cars showing up to the Daytona Five Hundred? Dude, where do they even park? <laughs> They're not parking. <laughs> Dude, they just stacked them on top of each other after a while. I guess so. Yeah, I guess they can use the road course as excess uh, yeah. parking because they don't have to run that. So, I feel like 2003 Daytona 500 had like a lot. Because I remember like that whole season, there were like six cars being sent home every single week. That was like that was fun. Watch, qual- when qualifying mattered. Because that was always fun watching qualifying and just be like, wow, is Casey Mears going home this week? <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. I missed the 2003 Daytona 500 to you, Casey Mears. One of my favorite um, lightning challenges, by the way. Shouts out NASCAR Thunder 2004. Shout out, dude! What a great game. Um, yeah. So, anyways, we we've covered a lot of good stuff today. Um, man, we 
it's been a while since me and you have been on it. We, we skipped an entire month of this podcast. Yeah. I'll say sorry about that, guys. You know, it's it, it's hectic sometimes. There are 51 cars that showed up that 500, by the way. My finals uh, went well for anyone who's been wondering. Oh, did they go well? They did go well. Oh, Casey Mears did make the 2003 Daytona 500. Nice. I thought he didn't. What, what year am I thinking? Of? Who? Uh... You know what it is? It was Jimmy Spencer in 2002 that didn't make the Daytona 500. Aww. And I'm going to say that and be wrong again. I'm not going to fact check to you, so you can... I'm, I'll fact check myself. This is what I'm here for. Uh, Mr. Excitement himself. 34 out of 36. Uh, yeah, he missed. Okay, so that's what happens. So Casey Mears did make the 2003, and that was the lightning shot. Whatever. Fucking <laughs> Casey Mears. Um, that's 2007 Coke 600 champion to you this is true um, this is uh what else have we uh missed because i feel like we missed some important things i already said about we still Jay- don't know what the hell is going on with daniel suarez uh, so if he can announce that's, something soon, yes that's that'd be great also, so i don't have to um, open reddit and twitter every day saying hey where's he going i'm like no wait yeah. be patient something will happen. i mean you know to quote my source at the racetrack that's not named kevin um you know, it about two weeks ago, they told me that it was all but announced that he's going to the 96. And I'm still sitting here waiting. This is the yeah. same that told me that a specific former NASCAR driver was going to be racing at IMSA. That got me very excited and then didn't happen. Um, so I don't trust him anymore uh, or yeah. or what, whatever. I, I can't dox. I have definitely seen a lack of like saying his gender. Not really. I have seen I have. Definitely notice a lack of a certain 2013 New Hampshire Cup Series winner. Okay, listen, listen, listen. I can't be, I can't be giving away spoilers like that. I'm not saying anything. Um, listen, if if these if these rumors are spoiled and happen to smell like bleach, then I don't know what to say. Okay, he would have been here for the roar, and he's not here, so it doesn't even matter. These rumors are stale, just like most of my jokes. And just like bread. But anyways, um, so (laughs) moving along from bad rumors um, and Daniel Suarez just seemingly not having a ride for 2020, it's we'll find out. I guarantee you, Daniel, we'll find out. We'll we'll find something out as February approaches. It just sucks because Suarez actually is a talented driver. He probably won't ever win a race in the Cup Series, which is a huge shame because he should have. In the nineteenth, how, how, how funny would that be if he doesn't win at Joe Gibbs or Stuart Haas, but then wins at Gaunt Bros? If he ends up going, Marty, there? Marty Gaunt might literally like stick a wick on his feet and just shoot into the sky. Like I don't even know how else to put it. He would have just. Ex- I like that imagery. That's good. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's better than the wick somewhere else, but you know. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I mean, honest to God, Marty Gaunt in victory lane just losing his mind. The '96 team just completely baffled. Daniel Suarez has been just rediscovered tandem drafting. No one else can figure yeah. out except for Daniel <laughs> Suarez. He can see the air. Pushes Ross Chastain all the way to a 30 second lead. No one can explain it. They're going 220 miles an hour. Literally, NASCAR is just flipping through the rules. It's like, how do we penalize this man? This is completely illegal. Yeah, the, the classic, the classic 96-77-1-2 combo that everyone's predicting. In this of course, race. of course. Yeah. If you if you if you put money on that, I'm telling you, you'll be a very rare person after they did on a 500. Honestly, if you have a spare dollar, put it on that because you're not going to miss that dollar. But if you hit it, you're going to hit big. 
Daniel Suarez literally pulls out, um, coming to the, the tri-oval, decides to do a burnout going across the tri-oval because he's so much faster. Like, the 77 just stops. It just doesn't move after he pulls <laughs> out. It's like, oh, my God, where did all the speed go? It's like cars. Daniel Suarez in victory lane. What a what a concept. Takes takes Ross Chastain's car and smashes it because he's also the strongest man alive. Hijacks his car. That is beautiful imagery, man. I that is. Write, I should write NASCAR fan fiction. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, but she but, but that's stuck in your head now. Mm, yep. <laughs> so other other silly season news a little brighter. Um JD Motorsports is announcing that Colby Howard's gonna be uh, joining them for 20 races in 2020. A little bit of alliteration there with the numbers. Like it. Um do we know what number he is? Let me click on the link. I could have sworn I saw he's gonna be in the zero. Oh no. Well, let's just they'll they'll bounce all the numbers around. Yeah, I mean that's honestly awesome. I, I do love seeing um, you know, JDM give opportunities to young drivers. But I would like to say, um, twenty nineteen recipient of Ryan of the Year, Ryan Vargas. Probably. Congrats! Oh, he's gonna be congrats by the way. Now. Yeah, we're gonna get him on really really soon. If I'm, I run into him, I'll say, "Hey, aren't you Brad's roommate?" <laughs> <laughs> He'll probably lie to you and say he doesn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. The fuck is Brad? That's not what he sounds like. Come on. But I don't know. I haven't met him yet. <laughs> we are, he talked to us on the podcast even physically. Did, was I there? Yes. Bro, that was that was that was <laughs> so God. last decade. Except how do you expect him to remember this? It was last decade. Yeah. Oh my goodness. There's is there any other big news that we haven't really I feel like we're missing something there. The, the new Cup Series logo looking nice. Mm-hmm. The tier series in general. Mm. The NASCAR tier series, mm. <sighs> giving me giving me some tears. How boring it looks. I mean, if you like it, that's great. It just looks kind of boring to me. It looks naked. But... It does. It really does. When I see Cup Series on the front of the cars, I'm like, yeah. this looks. No, this it, looks like seven oh four games just got a little lazy with their design on yeah. the front. Just couldn't figure out what to do here. Like the logo looks clean. It'll look good on a hat and a t-shirt. But it look naked. But does it look but I'm not good saying on a that. Car? But I'm, I've never been one to say that something looking naked is a bad thing. Okay. Okay. But, <laughs> although we have four different sponsors, I don't know how this is going to work. I mean, th- this will be interesting to say the least. This will be very varying. And, yeah. If you if, uh, if, if, if it you makes don't make it out, more money, good for them. Yeah. If you don't make it out to the track uh, for the 500, I want a full report on how commercials are now because. God mm-hmm. knows I ain't gonna be watching it. Oh, um, anything will probably be better than twenty sixteen Daytona five hundred. I'll I'll tell you that right. Which one was that? Or I know which one oh. that was, but like no, that was so. Going back in my time machine, mm. I um remember I had to stream all these races on the Fox Sports app, oh. and um Bro at this boy. point, yeah, at this point <laughs> they did not have the ability to show live commercials. So I got to see the same six commercials every commercial break, which if you have never watched NASCAR race before, why are you listening to this podcast? You have to understand there are just too many commercials. And I swear to God, if I ever see that old Napa commercial with the (laughs) atrocious dubstep music, and that's coming from me, the person who preaches that NASCAR should host an EDM festival simultaneously to a race. And I hate this dubstep music. It's it's actually giving me heartburn to think about this commercial 
That's I'm not going to, I'm not going to give anything away, but uh, there are some talks about that. Bro, don't make me have to beat up your boss. Don't make there me are, do it. There are some talks about that, that comment, not for 500 weekend. That's all I got to say. Okay. Well, I mean, unless you get in base necker out there, you ain't getting me out there. I'm just saying my immediate boss has kind of gotten me back into dubstep and he may or may not have some influence on who it will be at. Bro, wait, hold on. Your boss likes dubstep? Dude. First of all, sick. Dude, it's cold. Shout out. Honestly, I think we're gonna have. I think we're gonna have a new Ryan of the Year. Shout out to my boss. Um, His name is also Ryan. Oh, okay. Um, He's a good guy. Super good guy. And maybe I won't. Yeah, he's got me into. I've been listening to. uh, Let me pull up SoundCloud real quick. Who have I been listening to? Yeah, shout out SoundCloud by the way. Real quick. Uh, Subtronics. Oh, dude, hold on. You've been listening to. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I got some, some good, some good here. stuff. I showed you Gristronics. I showed you that nonsense back in Oh man, yeah, no, I'm seeing Subtronics and Bonnery, by the way. So shouts out that that lineup just dropped. So oh yeah, how's what's your thoughts on the lineup? Ooh, it slaps. Minus the fact that okay, I'm very openly like not a huge Lizzo fan. Like I'm all being body positivity. That's pretty cool. I just don't like her music. To be quite honest, I'm a huge Lord stan. I have Lord on vinyl. I freaking love that woman. She is, her voice is angelic. And I saw her live in 2017. She her voice been, is angelic. She should have been the first headline, uh, female headliner, in my opinion. Obviously, The Weeknd was there. And Chili Peppers was there. Who, who was the other headliner that year? Chili Peppers. And Chance the Rapper. So it was like, and they headlined over Chance. But Chance is the mayor of Bonnaroo. Um, dude, Miley Cyrus is going to Bonner. That's preposterous. Um, but Tame Impala closing yeah. out the festival is going to be fun. And if you guys, like, you know, have no idea what the hell we're talking about, that's fine. Go check out the lineup for Bonner. Go listen to some of these artists and educate yourself on some good new music. Because I know some of you guys just listen to the radio and there's actual good music outside of what's on the radio. Surprise. Um, what a, there's just so much good stuff. The EDM, my friend, complaining is like not good enough. I don't know. Maybe you could come this year, Kevin. Yeah, I might. When is Dude. it, June? It's in June. Um, June. I'm doing Okie, though, for sure. We're going to do Okeechobee. With, like, when is trip. Okeechobee? March 6th. Okay. Oh, bike week. Tough scene. Oh, no, not bike week. Bike, <laughs> week. bike week is an experience. If you have not experienced Daytona Bike Week, my friends, uh, if you can't make it to Okeechobee, go experience bike week. There is quite nothing like it. It is it is an experience and a half, and it is it is fun. Isn't that the same time as um? What is Rock- Welcome to Rockville's around that time too. Rockville is May, which by the way, I have a oh, thick okay. hat. So shout out Rockville mm-hmm. and yeah. the free hat that I have. <laughs> uh, Tool was actually there last year, and Tool's going to be uh, he Tool is essentially the headliner route besides Tame Impala. Um, We'll see. Oh, and my wife, Lana, my, well, my ex-wife, Lana Del Rey. I don't like to talk about it, but she's also going to be there, and I'm very excited to see she is. That is the woman with the voice of an angel, friend. Lana Del Rey. Oh, my gosh. I, I love her music so much. Good for her. So, speaking of uh, some music, so, you know, a lot of stuff. Uh, we didn't really get to have our end of the review, end of the year review on certain things from last year, I guess. Do we even want to dive in because i've been i've been holding on to a list my friend i'm gonna give one recommendation for anyone who has not discovered dirty honey yet which is a rock <laughs> band 
listen to some Dirty Honey. They are phenomenal. Yeah, Kevin's probably the guy on that. I'm more of your hipster. I actually might be going to see them in uh, April because they're performing in Orlando, and I would I would drop time and money to see them. They are so good. They only have an EP out right now, but once they come out mm-hmm. with like a full album, hmm. dude, have fun. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we didn't really get to have any review for last year or the last decade of anything. Um, kind of. Do you want to jump into that or? The best race of last decade was the 2013 Auto Club 400, and I am willing oh, to die okay. on that hill. <laughs> That's fine. You can die on that hill. I, 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 I definitely don't know if that. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about it. That that really was a good. Mm-hmm. And except you know, it ended like shit. Yeah. Well, you hate Logano, so that's better. Well, yeah, and Denny, you know, split his back in half. Yeah. But... <laughs> Other than that, I, I, um, when are we? The 2011 Daytona 500 was preposterous. When are we doing our for, for our 2020 prediction um, podcast? What are we doing? Are we doing all 16 playoff drivers? Bold prediction: Who gets win first? All that. Well, you really want to move into the future? Screw the 2010s, right? <laughs> yeah, screw the fuck 2010s. 2010s are still last decade. Yeah, God forbid anything exciting happened there. Probably. Yep. Important wins of the decade with Junior getting another 500, but okay. Oh, yeah, he didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, people for nobody likes to talk. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, 2014, which is probably even a more impressive win because he actually had to hold off an entire field of drivers and not just a, a Kurt Bush that couldn't get a run. I feel like the 2014 500, at least for me, is a little bit forgotten just because like Rain broke it up, what, twice? Yep. So like kind of same with twenty uh, or two thousand nine. Um, also shout out to Texas Motor Speedway for sending in, sending me an email today saying that we can watch the uh, the fifty first running of the Daytona five hundred there at on Big Haas their TV. And then I did some research and that is in fact the two thousand nine Daytona five hundred. So I'm not really sure I'm going to buy what you're selling Texas. But I wonder if um, Texas does movie nights at their track. I would if I had a TV that big. Dude, if I, I would totally like show some Christopher Nolan movies on that. Oh, yeah. Love to see in, um, Interstellar on that. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, I feel like rain races. They are forgettable. They're forgettable. They're forgettable. Unless forgettable. it's the, uh, the 2019 500 at Talladega. Yeah, Super I was going to say, hold your horses. That was a fantastic race. <laughs> a also, 20, race. the 2015 uh, Daytona night race is not forgettable. I mean, yes, it's 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 remember I'm talking about these races that like they get broken up by rain oh that race started late because of rain yeah that no yeah they like once it got started they kept going until yeah. Austin Dillon tried to give me a hug in the grandstands but <laughs> good point um yeah good point I, I I guess the the 1000 bulbs 500 is is a good example of a broken up race that was actually pretty freaking awesome yeet um yeet uh, twenty was it twenty? I never can remember twenty fifteen or twenty sixteen Richmond where uh, Edwards moved Bush out of the way. We get we don't actually yeah. see any of the move. We just see Samantha Bush's. Yeah, yeah, twenty sixteen. Shout out to Fox for amazing camera work. The, Hope they... Oh my goodness, <laughs> it was a disaster. Yeah. But yeah, going back to the prediction episode, I have no freaking clue. I have no freaking. Well, well, I guess we we'll get it. We could do two episodes in one week. I, it really doesn't matter at this point. Do whatever you want. Yeah, I I got yeah. nothing but free time when I'm not working, so 
I'm literally so stressed out from how much I work. Damn. I've this is actually tomorrow will be my first uh forty hour week I've ever worked in my life. So Congratulations, Kevin. There are a lot of people who are just booing you through the Oh I know. I'm only twenty. You child. I'm only twenty. You child. I, I can hear Jeremy Methfield running over to his right now, just being like, I'm sorry. What? Yep. <laughs> That's exactly what Jeremy Methfield sounds like. <laughs> Goodness. Big big yeets all around. Um Shall so, we round out the field? Yeah, let's round out the field, Kevin. So um I don't really know what to round out the uh, field with, though. That's the problem. I, we've gone over so much of the side stories because there's no races happening. I'll see anything that uh, we've missed. Uh, someone wrapped a Tesla in the Good Wrench 3. I feel like I've so, seen that so many times. Shout out to that. Um, I fully, fully beat Mario Kart 8 Deluxe on my Switch. So Wow, weird flex, but okay. Mm-hmm. Um... Bush came back as a sponsor for the Clash. Yeah, I think that I mentioned that last week, but I can't remember to be quite honest. It's, it's great. so freaking cool. I'm so good excited. Good to see that. I'm, yeah. I'm hoping that that's a good start to what should be a very fun season to kick off the decade. Ryan okay. Lenny cut his hair. Oh. Yes, I'm very upset about that. Nice. Uh, very, it's just not fair. Like Roger Penske is making all these moves and buying literally everything. Like, why can't he just let Ryan Blaney keep keep the flow and the mustache? Like, Ryan would – I guess he wants to make it fair for all the other drivers because if he had that, it's a 25-win season, minimum. Oh, yeah. Easy. Yeah. I think, honestly, NASCAR probably tells Penske that he has to cut it just because they want some parity. Do you think that every time Ryan Blaney grows his hair out that he is just stealing it from Joey Logano? Ooh. So you think, like, think all anyone's... Logano's – um, hair molecules are actually outputted in Blaney's? What I'm thinking happens is that Ryan Blaney sneaks over. Like, I'm talking like Snidely Whiplash sneaks over mm-hmm. and, like, just goes and takes Logano's helmet without him noticing it and then just takes the follicles out and then very crudely glues it in. And because his hair just wants to be beautiful and luscious actually just absorbs the hair and makes it his own and makes it even more beautiful. And thus it, it, it keeps Logano talented yet ugly and, and Blaney. That's what I mean. <laughs> I'm sorry. You don't get this choice in NASCAR. You, you are either beautiful and only have five wins ugly and you win a lot. Like there is really, I'm sorry. Can we name drivers other than Jeff Gordon that are beautiful and win a lot? Okay, let's be honest. I, I I may hate on Jimmy, and we 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 talked about his retirement, but Jimmy Jimmy late Jimmy is beautiful. Okay, I'll say it. That's fair. That's fair. Um, it's it's all the jogging. Dale Junior. Did he win a lot? Do we count yeah. winning a lot? Twenty six wins. That's is Tony Stewart beautiful? In my heart, uh, he's thick. I'll give him that. He's he's, he's thick. beautiful in today's day and age. <laughs> In today's culture, Lizzo would, yeah. Lizzo would love him. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see here. Man, are we going to get some more Lizzo during uh, commercial breaks for Fox? This is a no Lizzo podcast. Dude, how has this happened? I, I've, been, <laughs> I've been preaching all week about, wait one second, this isn't a headliner. Um, who else? Uh, Dale Is Dale Jarrett beautiful? 
I'm ready to move on for this from this discussion. <laughs> let's just let's just keep it at Ryan Blaney should be allowed to grow his hair out. Yes. Also, I guess ten things. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to Mark Martin. Happy birthday, Mark Martin. When is he coming back? I I I, I feel like still wheel the shit out of the car. Ah, that's a good question. He he really could. Yeah, he could. Yeah. Um. What else has been going on? I feel like we've missed some. There's been a lot of moves going on there, and we're just not paying attention to it at all. Yeah, it's all right. It's a Hinch is out of a ride. Maybe <laughs> care less. Maybe. I think Marco Andretti is out of a ride, but to be quite honest, I have no clue. No, there's no way he's out of a ride. Let me look up drivers this year. I still have no idea if Santino Ferrucci has a ride. Wait, yeah, I don't think he does, to be honest. Okay, I'm looking at it right now. Okay. So, oh, Patricio is full-time next year. Okay. I didn't know. Yeah, he took over the five. Okay. Oh, Patricio it's to the five. Ooh, Oliver Askew is full-time in the seven. I just missed that um, announcement completely. Nice. Um, Didn't you meet him? I'm looking at the number. Yeah, we're supposed to talk to him at some point. Um, I'm looking at this. Listen, I don't see Santino Ferrucci anywhere. Because hmm. hmm. the 19 car is TBA still. <laughs> hmm. I- interesting um, developments. Oh, there was, uh, who was it? Connor Daly is racing the Indy 500 for Ed Carpenter. And he's oh, nice. a fan. Yeah, no, I, that's always good to see. So um, I learned it. today that Indy 500 merch cannot be sold at Daytona International Speedway. Oh, well, that's that's a real shame. If only Amazon existed. I know, right? <laughs> um, Bro, imagine, good... imagine buying oh. clothes in person. Could not be me. Yeah, what the hell? Who does? Yeah. Who tries on clothes before they buy them? What kind of concept is that? Sounds like something a communist would do. I know, right? Oh, my God. Um, real quick, want to give a shout out to our um, our good friends over at SoundCloud um, who have been hosting our podcast all throughout the 2019 season and will be hosting it in the 2020. Um, you can find our podcast anywhere. We put our podcast uh, initially on SoundCloud. So shouts out um, to you guys. We pay you every single month and we love you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for actually giving us stats. Like that's one thing that other uh, platforms have not been giving us. So I get to um, just anxiously keep pressing the refresh button every time I put an episode out. <laughs> nice. Oh, man. I, I love having anxiety. It's so much fun. Nothing bad ever comes out of it. Nope. Nope. Um, what, what else is rounding out the field? I don't. We missed Ryan Blaney's birthday, like a bunch of pieces of shit we are. Well, he should have had a later birthday. Yeah, well, he, he has it on New Year's. So. How was your New Year's? We'll end it with that. Um, good. I got a girlfriend on it. Nice. Yeah. I was nice. just like, I like this girl. We've been hanging out for a little bit. Might as well make this official. Thanks, nice. nice. Yeah. How was yours? It was good. I went to my uh, my YouTube buddy's house. They got a big oh. mansion. We had a big old party. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 I saw your, your Instagram. Y'all were playing Limbo and stuff. Yes. That was a amazing time we played like two hours worth of volleyball i had not played volleyball in like five years my arms were hurting oof speaking of youtube we're gonna be making a youtube channel this subscribe to it 
we're going to be putting out videos of when we meet in person, kind of some, maybe some podcast stuff will go on there and what out there because apparently you cannot be in nascar without being a youtuber it is literally illegal so I mean, we can go to the hall of fame if we keep it up right yeah right and we are older and more mature than all the other nascar youtubers and we are allowed to say the word fuck which they can't because they're children yeah fuck fuckers shit yeah i might i might not even bleep out this whole part what the fuck you gonna do about it Oh, man, it is funny that we can say whatever we want. Like, I, uh, like I can say things like I think that uh, diffusers are sexy. I, th- I had the opportunity to drive out on Daytona National Speedway today. In what? My car. <laughs> Your physical vehicle? The, <laughs> Nissan, the Nissan Altima got trapped on? It could have. I, I thought about it. Oh my god! I I was in the back stretch. Uh, I was go I was go into the track after work just to look around and see what's going on. And the gate coming off of turn two to the back stretch where the safety workers usually parked was open. Oh man! But I do like my internship very much and did not want to risk getting fired, especially because I have a meeting with the president tomorrow. So mm, that's that's a good point. Yeah. <sighs> Um, I got some more news. Unfortunately, some sad news. We lost Claude Queen, um, 67 years old, very popular in the uh, racing garage stuff. Oh. Yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not too familiar. But um, either way, just they were the crew chief for Dave Marcus in the early 1980s, and um, apparently, if you were a friend of a friend of theirs. They would call you a uh, dummy a lot. So I, I can relate to that. I call a lot of people dummy in my life, but is in good spirits. So just uh, rest in peace, uh, Claw Queen. Yeah, I've already said my thing about Junior Johnson on last week's episode. So I don't know. You 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 can say your thing if you want, but I don't know if you have anything to say. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, I guess you just care. Wow. <laughs> I care. Wow. Breaking news, Kevin doesn't care about dead people. Unbelievable. Cancelled already. Um, God, Kevin. Let's end on a positive note. Oh, there's a lot of positive news. Don't worry. There's there's a lot of positive news. So actually, remember how I was short track aero package for next yeah. year? Oh yeah, Corey LaJoy says that it's definitely happening. Hey, oh. lied before in his life. Thank you, Corey. Anyway. Very cool. Didn't he comment on your Thank shirt? Thank you. Yeah, he he didn't understand what it was, and I had to explain it to him twice, and he still didn't understand it. Awesome, but, uh, love, he's, he's love a good it. Sport. Yeah, he's probably one of the funniest people in the NASCAR garage. Um, but yeah, he said on his podcast on Thursday that he believes that the series short track rules package of 2020 um, will uh, be. Oh well, oh he says that there will be a low downforce. Yeah, so essentially, what we're hoping. Yeah, wow, small blade. Twenty twenty better be lit. <laughs> um, Wyndham Rewards is coming back to Roush Advent Health. We've already talked about that. Yada yada. Da, 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 da. Oh, NASCAR to test next gen car at Homestead. I'm more excited Ooh. to see more of these tests coming out. Bro, sneak uh, in for that. Sneak in. Ooh, dude, I totally could. It's only sixty five miles from my house. Do it, dude. Like, you know how, like in uh. 
Was it Fortnite? You could like dress up as a bush and like walk around. Mm, good point. Just do that, dude. Or except like dress up as a palm tree. They'll never know. Dude, there's so many of them around the track. I'm so, I don't know how you're gonna sneak into the tunnel like that, but you'll figure it out. I just walk very slowly. I'm like uh Rax from uh Guardians of the Galaxy. If I am completely silent, which is impossible, and just very still, I'm invisible. You got this. Um Damn. Oh, man, I, I don't... Ah, there is some sad news, but I don't want to say it because we've already skipped past no. this. We, we are... We have ended on a positive note. No, we can end on a positive note if I say it. There is... Fuck! I forgot to All say. Right. All right, well, just want to say... Um, shouts out to... Well, no. That's the wrong way to say that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, that's an edit. <laughs> ah, you know, I'll keep it in. It, 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 it just shows um journalistic integrity but no um thoughts and prayers with bob varsha he's battling cancer right now and um you know it's it's tough because he was actually one of the first people when i got into racing in 2001 that i saw on then speed vision and then moving on to speed channel and um, that's tough bob has been a voice for racing for a very long time and you know he i i hope he can fight this and i just want to say fuck cancer <laughs> yeah not yeah. to flex or anything, but um, I just checked Haley Deegan's uh, Instagram story, and she is in the Target that I was in earlier today. So Wow, you guys could have met up and been best friends. Could have been. Oh. Yeah, actually, the one thing I will say about Daytona, there is not a surplus of stores at all. That is by far the nearest. There's um, an outlet mall, like maybe like... Yeah, but I have to drive. Really? Like, if I just want to... Anyways, that Target does not have fruit. And so if you're if you're working at that target right now, you're listening on your late night shift doing whatever, get some damn fruit. How in the world does a target not have fruit? We live in That's Canada. what I'm yeah, saying. Oranges everywhere. That's what I'm saying, man. It's preposterous. Um yep. the last thing since it's not sad news, um ISM and Phoenix end uh so it's we've been calling it Phoenix anyways or P I R it's it's phoenix again wow Sounds that good. very that lasted a very long time that was like a high school relationship it was like no it made no sense no one cared and then it, it broke up and i no feel like auto it. club's the only one that's really stuck yeah infinian had a run going for a while but i don't even know what it is so, Lowe's did too i feel like, but like auto club people don't call it california Lowe's motor it speedway club. had a good run that's what i'm saying yeah it had a good run while there but now it's been off for yeah auto club's now. still the only one i can think of Gateway's technically worldwide technology raceway or something. But... Oh, no one's calling it that, except <laughs> like for the, except no for the TV people. Let's be honest here. <laughs> like, Lowe's is good because it's a single syllable, but worldwide technology, come on. Yeah, that's... No. See yeah. you later. That's yeah. not... To be fair, though, if they do end up getting a cup date in uh, 2021, I guess that will be a lot of people's first introduction to the track, so they actually might call it that. We'll see. Whatever. To be determined. I love you, Gateway. I hope you get a racetrack. No, hey, Gateway's Cup dope. series. Um, any bold predictions for this? Oh, wait. We we completely forgot to talk about one of the most important things. What? The 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 pit the pit shit with Xfinity and trucks for next year. Oh yeah. Yeah, that makes no sense. No, I like it. No, it makes sense, but it also makes no sense. Well, if you have want, people want cost big cuts, brain, huh? They get in cost. That's. People don't yeah. know that's literally how the truck series was when it first started out. Yeah, but children don't understand that, and they're the ones who are old. 
flowers. The children don't understand anything. I would, dude. Uh, like my live stream today. Um, there <laughs> were so they many have, how many people... times did they ask you to hit a Fortnite dance? No, they were just like, dude, reveal the car already. Save the talking for later. I'm like, none of you would be listening to any of this shit if they reveal the car. They're doing this for a reason. But I digress. Happy New Year, everyone. Um, yeah, well, children are children, and they'll, they'll, they have the attention span of now. Youngin's gonna youngin. It's fine. When they get to their 20s, they're complaining about other stuff. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, I mean... It's confusing, but I'm well. The way the NASCAR.com article, I had to look through it a couple times to figure out what exactly was going on. Um, and then when I saw Pockers and Gluck tweet the graphic, I was like, "Oh, okay, this yeah. makes more sense." So, shouts out whoever made that graphic. Um, it's very, very informative and educational, which is the only way you can seem to get through to these fans. Yeah, having nice pictures for all of them. Um, I mean, I, I'm sure it'll be interesting because it's going to make strategy fun but um i mean if you're a good car at one of the road courses and there are just you know you, you've got the best car of the race i would still take four tires and just come through twice and just say screw it like put me in the just, back just outrace everyone now are they counting yeah. i are they counting caution laps with those they better not. I was they, gonna say because I know it's like. But you know they will. You know they thing. will. Yeah, we'll see yeah, how it works because of the time time stuff. They gotta. Yeah. Not just that they don't want to count the laps. It's that they have other programs. Let's face it, is more popular than NASCAR. I mean, who doesn't want to watch um, Tulsa versus uh, whoever the, the UTEP or whoever the hell they played <laughs> this season at uh, 4 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon. All I'm saying is that I, I like it for what it is, but for 2021, one, I hope they don't it's expand it. Two, I hope we get more companion weekends. I know a lot of people are like, oh, we need more standalone races. That's a damn lie, because no one goes to them. Um, no one goes to fucking Iowa anymore, man. Like, if they if they had a cup race there, as well as a truck and spinning race, people would show up more, because you make a whole week out of it. No one's just going to go out. Oh, I'm sorry. I was, um, I want my I, unless unless they're going to like Evergreen or New Smyrna Speedway or Ooh. something like that, then That's I would fun. be then I'm all for standalone events. But standalone events that tracks that can actually host cup races. I'm going to tell you something that my friend Brad told me, and that's that NASCAR makes all its money from television. Not from yes, TV. this is true. I have learned. I very true. I have learned. But, certain... Hey guys, listen. If you're listening to the podcast, please still go to the right still helps support the sport i i have listened or i have learned that uh daytona is literally never going to lose a race day and i'm honestly surprised oh, that they don't ever just race at daytona alone because the money that that speedway my speedway generates compared to every other track is disgusting so i'm very very scared in in 2030 when they're just like we'll have four three talladega races however if they do that they need least one race to the daytona infield i think we deserve it at this point yes we do deserve it i don't know how i don't know which configuration i don't care what kind of configuration i don't care if they put a freaking um chicane in in the front stretch i i need stock cars on the road course around daytona and that is that um other than that i think that we pretty much nailed it i i can't imagine that we missed anything important 
No, yeah, I think we've we did everything. Whatever. Yeah. So next week's episode is four. We're yeah. back weekly schedule, we think. We We're think. back, baby. Yeah. We are back for 2020. Any bold predictions for 2020, Kevin? I am predicting that we will have a entire podcast episode on bold predictions. <laughs> I am bold predicting that we will interview at least one full-time top 20 cup driver Ooh. at some point in their career. <laughs> okay, I like that. We can do that. I think that's a little safer. Bold it's a prediction for 2020, but it can be in their career. Sounds good. Yeah, hell yeah. Time, right. at, t- time to go get Sam Warner. <laughs> um, oh, man. But we are, we're in for a fun season this year. We're going to be doing some fantasy um, uh, leagues. So definitely hop on that with us. We're going to actually keep score stuff. Methy and Alex are going to host the Daytona 500 episode, which is going to be fun. Awesome. Um, sure, yeah, I can't wait to do nothing for that episode. It's actually going to be very, very nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, we got a lot of stuff coming up, and Kevin's going to keep giving us fun input from Daytona throughout all of Speed Weeks. So looking forward to the IMSA races coming up. But until then, we will see you guys next week. I have been Anthony. And I have been Kevin. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Best friends cruising down West End Street Hiding from cops and driving circles around the block all week Now all of my friends died Out on West End Street They say we're born to die young But we're just trying to live in peace So maybe heaven is a ghetto with no bad blocks Shangri-La dealers at the bus stop And maybe God is just a cop that we can fast talk So if you're guilty and you know it, put your hands up Cause karma's just a different word for bad luck And what if death is just another pair of handcuffs Then we better Say we're born to die young, but we're trying to find a better